Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today, we're going to be talking about a little bit of a throwback today. We are talking about Bird Box. It's a movie that came out in 2018 on Netflix. When it came out, it was kind of a big deal. A lot of people were talking about it. We're talking about it today because Bird Box Barcelona just came out recently, so we thought that this would be a good time to go back and revisit Bird Box since we weren't, we weren't on the air when that uh, movie came out. So... We are going to talk about it. We are going to go into spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen the film, go check it out on Netflix and then come back and see what we had to say about it. But let's jump right in. So, Cheryl, this was your first time seeing this movie. You did not see it when it first came out in 2018 when everybody else was watching it and talking about it. And it was like the whole craze. I think in even... Like there was like a bird box challenge where people were walking around blindfolded and people were getting hurt and all this other stuff. It was, it was nuts. There was a whole phenomenon that got birthed from this movie. But we talked a little bit before the um, before we started recording our stream that this movie most likely exists because of the existence of a quiet place. Uh, because there's very much a lot of similarities to the idea that you have a sense that you're not supposed that you're not able to like use or something like that that will then cause you to die if you use it. I mean, in a quiet place, it was like you can't you can't speak, you can't make a noise, or else these things will hear you and they'll die. This one, it's like you can't look at them, you can't use your eyes, and because if you do and you see them, then it makes you kill yourself. So. It's definitely got some of that kind of same kind of energy. So as somebody who did not see Bird Box beforehand and now watching it for the first time, like what were your thoughts kind of going into it? Uh, well, first of all, I question that because they both came out in the same year. So I'm not sure mm -hmm. if Bird Box yeah. was inspired by A Quiet Place. Um, mm -hmm. Also because I feel like it would be weird for them to have the cast that they had if it was just writing off of the success of another movie. That's with, fair. With a good cast. Um, I, you could even argue that, that the cast in this movie is better than the cast in the other movie, In a Quiet Place. There's well, more they definitely have more people in this movie. Yeah, there's more the star power, for sure. Um, I mean, they got John Malkovich, so... Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure that one of the actors, I think his name is Trevante, isn't that the same actor from Moonlight? The, the adult oh. actor? Oh... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the adult yeah. actor from Moonlight. So right. he was in this too. So yeah, there's a there's a, there's some names. I mean, and it, it had Sarah Paulson at the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. as well um, for a brief moment. There's another actor that shows up for like a hot second as one of like the guys who tries to who wants to make everybody see. I forget that actor's name. Tom Hollander. Shows... Yeah, I was like, so yeah, so there's some there's some like names in this film. So. Yeah, um, both came out within half a year of each other in 2018, but Bird Box uh, book was written in 2014. Conceived in a quiet place. Oh, I was like AQP. Gosh, don't abbreviate to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, it takes me too long to figure it out. Um, but yeah, okay, 2016. So Bird Box came first, technically. Well, technically, because of like like the the book. Um, but yeah, so yes, I just I know the Quiet Place is probably like the most popular. But you know, it's also weird because sometimes these movies kind of go 
it's like the reason why we get so many similar types of movies around the same time these movies like go in production is it's why like we got Electra and Ultraviolet um or what was it Ultraviolet and not Electra it was Ultraviolet and Aeon Flux around the same time and they were like the same types of movies so sometimes these movies just kind of go in production at the same time and then we get like a slew of like copycats or similar evoking films so it's pretty interesting yeah i mean one of the things that i learned was to study the trends so it's not very yeah. surprising um, yeah like you yeah. said lots of multiverse stories as well so that's like the modern day thing it's just like the last couple of years have just been multiverse 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 yeah so yeah um uh, but, but yeah thanks way. thanks for the fact check chats um but yeah i i don't know like going into it i thought it was gonna be scary um because mm-hmm. a quiet place was scary right um but this was it was suspenseful but i don't think i i don't think i found it to be frightening because i was totally fine watching it on my own um i wasn't scared i just i just felt like the suspense but not in a like a like a uh, a, a scare a pop scare kind of way mm-hmm. um i i feel like it's the kind of movie that if if anything plays on the heartstrings um because it's more about the relationships um even at the beginning when we get our first flashback to um sandra bullock's character and her sister um mm-hmm. that like her whole thing is that she's pregnant and she's having trouble feeling a bond to it and so her character growth is basically bonding with that baby but also bonding with others in general so she just had um like a social issue um which doesn't really make well for like a disaster like this um but it became like her growth so that was kind of easy to spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't terribly complicated either. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is one of the times where I actually liked time jumping. Right. Because it starts off in like the present day and then we flash back and go back and forth in between the two time periods. So we kind of see like the modern day story playing out. And then we're getting information about how the past story is probably going to play out based off of, like, images that we're seeing. Yeah. And it's, like, it's also, like, you you know the outcome. And so you wonder about what the journey is to get there because it's all, you know, set up with, you know, all these. She has all these people that she's surrounded with at the beginning. But at, uh, but you know that she she's going to end up with two kids. You know that she's pregnant at the very beginning, so you're like, okay, so does she have twins, or is it only one baby? She doesn't know, and then later on you find out that there is another woman who's pregnant, so you're like, okay, so she probably is going to die. You're because... like, that woman's going to die. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, frankly, everyone is probably going to end up dead because, um, or like she's going to get separated from them somehow. But more more likely than not, probably because they're dead. Um, so as they start dropping like flies throughout the course of the movie, um, all that's left is uh, Tom, her 
her partner, um, who she has a romantic relationship with, and you know that she leaves on the boat without him, so it makes you wonder, like, how mm-hmm. does he end up dying? Do they get separated? Um, yeah. And then, like, you kind of get this thought, like, oh, maybe he survives because he survived um, everyone else. Yeah. So maybe she can meet up with him later, but then you do see him, you know, end up killing himself so this movie was a lot um it's a lot did you know anything like what the movie was about before you went into it i I know you said that you thought it was gonna be scary but did you know what the point was i knew that it was like a quiet place um except for instead of monsters that you can't make noises around or you die it's noises uh, or sorry monsters that you can't look at or you die. So people are just yeah. like blindfolding themselves and stuff. So I'm like, I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. stupid. Like quiet place makes more sense to me. And honestly, it still makes more sense to me. Like logically it just like the concept and the idea of a quiet place, um, just makes more sense to me. And I think that if I were to compare the two films together, I would say that I think, I might like A Quiet Place more because of that and because of, um, the I guess, the fact that they, they use that idea to turn it into a scary movie. This is basically a drama um, that explores emotions, and it's kind of a weird setting to do that in um, because, like I said, it's all about relationships. Um, the thing that I thought was kind of touchy maybe a little distasteful even is the element of suicide because i didn't Mm -hmm. know that i wasn't i i didn't know like oh you you die because you kill yourself um Mm -hmm. i thought it was like you die because they like you see them and then they they're like oh you see me now you have to die kind of thing right yeah i didn't i didn't really get that going into it but after watching it i'm like like the whole suicide thing that's such a touchy thing especially nowadays um that they even put you know warning like disclaimer things before you watch stuff like that and um i think maybe that was before that big thing i don't i don't really think so but yeah um, it's not the first time that they've even done something like this um when m night Shyamalan did the happening it was something similar except it was like the trees were releasing like sports or something in the air that when you breathed in that would make you kill yourself but it was the same type of deal where people were like stabbing themselves or laying down in front of tractors and letting them just roll over them um the and this movie is a much better movie than the happening but it's like the same type of stuff that is you know happening like as far as like there's this otherworldly event that's happening where we don't really understand and then there's a group of people that have to figure out how to survive and it seems like against all odds that they do one thing that I thought was, I, I guess, is the thing that I have to suspend my disbelief the most for is how people survive in a world where they can't see. And I know that, like, there's gonna there's the whole thing. I was like, well, that's why, you know, blind people do it all the time and stuff like that. But, yeah, but I'm talking about people who have, like, grown up and needing to look at everything. And even, like, logistical things of, like, how do they, when they get, when they get to the supermarket, how do they know which direction the actual supermarket is in because when they pull into the parking lot they don't know where in the parking lot they are 
there's no directions like north south east east or west so like when they get out and then they don't even know like these supermarkets are big we don't even know where the door necessarily is so it's just like it's like little things like that and then once they get once they get all the stuff how do they get the stuff from the, from the supermarket back to the car they find the car their, their car they load it all into the trunk and then they're able to drive back and pull into the garage so it's like all these other little things where i'm just kind of like yeah this is like kind of nitpicky but it's like detailed right it's like when you can't use your eyes it's really hard to do precise anything um in any type of like me meaningful time limit and like in that situation where they have the supermarket the guy was in the back loading dock i don't know what stopped them from running around to the front of the store but i guess he just wasn't thinking about it but it's like it's just little it's little things like that so it just feels like it's a lot harder i can i can buy it a lot easier that you could survive in a world like the quiet place that I can buy you survive in a world like Bird Box. I feel like it would be almost impossible to survive in a world like Bird Box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like one of the things that I was trying to explain um, when I was discussing this with someone else is that, um, again, like a quiet place just seems more realistic to me. Like society kind of stops because you can't be communal anymore because to be communal is... It's a death sentence. To be noisy, exactly. But... Um, and so it makes sense for people to be isolated and and to, you know, not really come cross paths with other people. But in Bird Box, uh, I'm like, I feel like everyone has to be dead. And, like, there's no way you can survive. Like, how are you supposed to farm outside for food mm-hmm. if you can't see? How are you supposed to plant and stuff like that if you can't see? And, like, I know you mentioned the whole blind people thing. And I was, like, that makes sense. Like, I, I like, um, that was one of the first thoughts that I had. Like, oh, wouldn't blind people just, like, completely thrive Thrive. in this situation? But then the answer is no. Because there are, like, the way society is built now is that everyone has a role to play, a different function. You know, like, I don't farm. I don't, like, do, I don't know machinery, I don't know medicines and stuff like that. There's different people that do that, and I don't know how many blind people can do all of that on their own or, you know, have a community of blind people to do all of that. So, um, and also just because you're blind doesn't mean you don't surround yourself with people who can see. Right. To help you achieve everything. Yeah. Like, and I know that a lot of people who are blind can function and survive on their own, but it's also as a person that is part of a community where several people are contributing. Like, we get medicine Mm -hmm. from the pharmacy and such and such. Like, we, no one person does everything. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are self sufficient. But um, there are very few of them, and I'm pretty sure that maybe almost all of them are not blind. Right. No, I see what you're saying there. So, so yeah, so I think, like, that's probably, like, one of the things that is kind of, like, the biggest challenges about, like, making a movie like Bird Box. But the other thing that, um, just mentioning some things that stood out to me, I'm gonna, I'm so gonna mention another thing that I kind of was kind of like just wondering on, and then I can start talking about some of the things that I do like because I do think that the movie does a lot of things very well. 
um, especially for it being basically a budget film because you never actually get to see the creatures. Like in Quiet Place, you actually see CG creatures. This one, they just make wind and blowing, which is also kind of like the happening. They make wind look ominous. Um, although there are moments where things like float and stuff, so that's a little bit more CG. But the thing about that always got me with this movie that felt a little weird. I don't think I noticed it as much the first time, but I noticed it more the second time watching is the titular title of the title of the film is bird box. So that implies like the bird box is important. And when she finds the bird, she realizes that the birds can tell when the creatures are around. And I thought, okay, that's cool because that means that when they're not around, you don't have to have your blindfold on. And when they are around, that means warning, put your blindfold back on. But it's never really used like that. Like, the birds almost don't matter. Because anytime the birds go off, the people already know that the things are there and they shouldn't be looking anyway. So, because they're just, because they're walking around the world constantly blindfolded, regardless of if the birds are going off or not. And then the birds go off and they're still just blindfolded. So, that felt like a very weird warning system to me, the way that it was utilized. And like, yeah, they put the birds in a box, like in the future segment of the of the movie. It's not they're just kind of in a cage in like the middle or like in the, the flashback segment of the movie. But I just that that was part of the, that was part of the story that just felt kind of under underbaked to me, uh, especially considering that it's the title of the of the whole movie and the franchise at this point. I'm sure I have the feeling that it's probably better represented in the book but I kind of thought of it like maybe what they were trying to go for is is kind of like uh like a, an analogy that they are the birds in the box because they mm. have to be in the dark and they're meant to be outside um but they have to be kept in this box with like air holes so that they could survive so that's kind of how I was thinking is maybe what they were trying to do and like the birds are technically important because they're alarms kind of like um, canaries in the mines right so like I thought that's what they were trying to go for but I agree with you I, I do think it was underbaked as well mm -hmm. but yeah but that's so that's like the the main other gripe i kind of have but as far as things like the movie like i had forgotten how strong that movie starts it starts with like sandra bullock just being intense and saying like you need to listen to me or else you're going to die and he's talking to some children and i and i was like re-watching that and i and forgetting that that's how the movie opened i was like oh man this opening is amazing i love the way that film opens and sandra bullock does a really good job i mean the acting in general in this movie, I think, is very strong. It doesn't feel like one of those phoned-in performances or anything else like that. Like, everybody that's in this movie, and there's a couple of other people in this movie. Rosa Salazar is in this movie, too. Um, I forgot that we, we didn't mention her earlier. And she's only in there briefly. I think Machine Gun Kelly is also in this movie um, briefly. But, like, there's just so many good actors and there's good scenes because these actors work well with each other like you were saying like there's kind of like this drama element to this film where it's about people and these like you have all these kind of like really deep conversations and these questions about like is is surviving really living do you need something more than just survival like you didn't even you didn't name these children for five years because you were trying not to be attached and you're trying to keep them alive, but they need something to look forward to. Like there's all these different questions and conversations that come up throughout um, 
throughout the movie and all of the actors really carry themselves well in the scene so like if there is one thing i had to give the movie it was the fact that i thought that like the scenes that i would see were just really well carried yeah i mean i i really felt like there was some class a acting in this film and i i really think that's what i found the most enjoyable is just watching the acting because they all did so good um they all really played their characters very well um they were all very different people and they all had Mm -hmm. i feel like everyone had a character bio going into it having this (laughs) whole character history and knowing exactly the who the person is that they were playing um I, i don't know like it just really felt that strong and the dialogue was also really good like just going into it the all the scenes uh, or like the first scene even with sandra bullock and sarah paulson like mm-hmm. they establish her issues immediately their relationship to each other immediately like you, it's yeah. all through dialogue none of it is explained like at, at the very beginning i was like what are they even talking about with the horses and all that stuff but like they explain it to you so that you can figure it out very easily, very quickly. So you do go, it is kind of like walking into something where you're like, what are you even talking about? I don't understand. I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you. And then instantly you just learn so much about both of those people. And I feel like that's a very consistent thing throughout the throughout the film like every time we meet another person you know exactly who that person is and what kind of person they are um Mm. so yeah i mean the characters and i think that's what really carried the film yeah and so how did you feel this was another element of the film that you know to separate it even more from um from a quiet place that the film kind of needed in order to try to create more tension because I, I know I mentioned earlier that I feel like it would be really hard to survive in the world of um, of Bird Box, but it, it's just, that's long term. In the short term, it's not that hard once you find a place where you don't ever have to go outside, because then you never have to worry because they these things don't break into your house or anything else like that. So as long as you're you're out you're inside, you're safe, and then you have to go outside to get food and supplies, fine, and then come back, you're good. But one thing that the story did in order to try to create tension is that it had these people who basically act as emissaries for these creatures, these entities, whatever they are. And that's really important because that's going to be a main a main plot point in Bird Box Barcelona when we talk about that later. But so you have these people that see the things and don't die. But because, but because there's something wrong with their minds or something else like that, it changes them and it makes it so that now they are trying to get other people to look at the creatures. So now you have a real world human threat where like if this is a zombie film, it's like the fact that you have the zombies, but then you have people that are trying to dick each other over. In this case, it's like these humans that try to make you see are the humans that would dick you dick you over in a zombie film or a zombie story so the, the story has it so that it can create more tension and get people to actually you know not trust people that come into their house and stuff like that and also make it so that these 
these people have an advantage because they can navigate the world and they can see and they can see without dying and the people that they're looking for can't see so i mean what did you think about like that element i thought it was interesting um i wasn't opposed to it i actually thought like that really throws a wrench into into it um because now they have multiple things to worry about and uh i mean monsters are one thing especially when you figure out how they work but then having a wild card human or a group of humans that feels like you know in many cases like in a lot of zombie films humans are worse than the monsters so um i thought that it was an interesting perspective because um i did feel a little bit like they were thinking about more than one kind of person because you do you have the people who can see you have the people that are crazy and then you have blind people so i feel like there are a couple of um you know uh groups of people that are represented um and i don't know it just i don't know it's a cool idea um Mm -hmm. i don't really feel like it kind of add or removed anything um i guess i kind of feel neutral about it it's just another element to the story to make it more interesting and to make it movie length (laughs) to be honest well, it also is their excuse to get them out of the house again, right? Because uh, everything goes to, to to hell quickly because the other pregnant woman, um, Olympia, lets in the the guy who will then end up getting a lot of them killed. Like, yeah. I think he takes out three characters on his own um, and almost kills, like, our main characters. So that's, like, one of the reasons that, you know, they exist because out, because once they're safe, they, they're never going to leave. It's just like when you're watching a zombie film or, like, The Walking Dead and they find a safe place. It's like, well, why would they ever leave this place? So you have to come up with some reason why they no longer stay in the prison or why they no longer stay on the farm mm. and keep them moving. And that's, like, kind of why these humans, like, kind of exist. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I thought that she was going to die of childbirth. Mm-hmm. Uh, or childbirth complications because they don't have access to doctors and a hospital um, mm-hmm. and that you know, Sandra Bullock being the main character of course and you know she's going to survive yeah, because she's at the beginning um, but I thought that's ha- how they were going to take care of that character um, mm-hmm. and then I don't know I, f- like, I feel like there's several ways that the people could have kill- like have just died true um, yeah. without having to have that extra element um, where mm. they all just kind of go out all at once but yeah <laughs> uh, although I have to have, I could laugh at uh, a little bit because when that guy comes in there he comes in with his bag and they like check the bag but they clearly didn't open his notebook and check his drawings that he that he brought with him and I'm thinking to myself yo dude I understand that you're crazy but if your point is to try to trick these people why are you bringing things that make yourself look like you're crazy um, and then I'm like and how did they not find all of these things in your your bag when they didn't trust you or who you were they didn't search you like really that was one part of the movie i was just like i fe- i appreciate the fact that you're showing me this because it's it's making me be able to see what he sees when he sees the creatures since we never really get to look at them but at the other hand it's like how would the people searching him and his bag not have found this mm-hmm. yeah and i also thought like the whole thing was kind of annoying with uh with i mean 
John Malkovich's character was very unlikable. He was unlikable, but he was also right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, like he, it's it's like that scene, and actually, it was one of my favorite scenes when um, he and Sandra Bullock were just having a conversation Talking. where they're mm -hmm. like, like agree to basically agree to disagree, like. They're yeah. people, they have viewpoints, and they both make sense. There's really no right or wrong answer to, you know, the situation. And, like, they kind of just got each other, but it doesn't mean that they can't get along. Um, mm. So I really liked the dynamic between those two characters. Um, but I was, like, losing it when he was, like, locked in the garage. Yes, I was too. He could see everything that was happening and he was trying to tell um tom that mm. um that he put the birds in in the in the fridge the and like he's not he's not a good guy and everything and tom doesn't immediately open the door and let him in and he gets yes. yeah and not only that but like all that shit is happening and he doesn't think to i don't know maybe break the glass to open the right. door because to let himself in yeah, yeah. so I I feel like in a way it was a nice way to 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 off that character, um, like being a battle between um Tom Hollander, but mm -hmm. uh I don't know I feel like I was looking for something else for him to happen for for him to to exit the film but um I can't I agree yeah I can't like put my finger on it but it just kind of. I don't know. It just felt oh, flat. Yeah, it felt flat. Flat. It was very anticlimactic. Um, I I feel like he could have had a little bit more. Like they could have given him a more memorable death that like was in good faith. Because at the end of the day, he's like he's he sucks. He's unlikable, but he is still a good guy. Yeah, he still came in to save them. Yeah. So I feel like. It was it was just a disagreement thing. I just didn't like the way that that all happened. Not a huge fan yeah. of uh, of that whole sequence of events where like he basically kills everybody, yeah, except yeah. for Sandra Bullock and, and her love interest. For, yeah, and Tom. Yeah. So I'm and like, the kids. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I you guys are doing so good here, and then you killed all the more most interesting people <laughs> right away yeah no i i feel you there and the last little thing that i just want to bring up before like i'll i'll get through all my points was i wanted to just mention like the other element about the creatures was the element that they make it so that you hear people or you hear like things or voices of people that you care about people who might be dead people with the people who might even be alive, but with the intention of tricking you into taking your blindfold off, which I thought was a nice um, extra element because that's more about the creatures themselves. It's, so it's not enough like just to look at the creatures, but it's the fact that the creatures can actively mimic the personalities and voices of people that you know by either reaching into your mind or whatever or subconscious and then making it so that you hear them. So like, I thought it was a very intense sequence when you have the kids by themselves and they're hearing Sandra Bullock telling them that it's okay to take the blindfold off. And they're like, oh, okay. And then you hear the real Sandra Bullock be like, no, that's not me. I was like, that's, that is, that is like legitimately scary because you can't 
look and see who's talking to you. You can only trust your ears, but this is a situation where you can't even trust what you're hearing. So I, I really do like that element of the creatures. Yeah, I was wondering if she could hear what they were hearing too, or because it doesn't seem like that. Right, because is... it's supposed to be in their heads. Yeah. That's what yeah, so, so that was a little confusing for me, um, but I think that they did a good job you know you know raising the the anxiety bar for me because i'm like oh but um a couple things uh i don't know why they had to leave that guy greg alone in the office when he was looking at the cameras to test to see if he uh, would go crazy like why didn't they stay in the room with him and try to like restrain him and see if they can like give him time and maybe he'll come back i thought that like yeah, let's just, okay, we'll close the door and hope everything turns out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that didn't make sense to me. Um, the kids were annoying because she said stay in the boat and they didn't stay in the boat. <laughs> I mean, I know they're like five, six years old, they're but five, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but still, like, they had, it's kids, they always yeah, make the kids annoying. Like, yeah, every movie, for some reason, they have to make the kids the most annoying uh unnecessarily like there was no logic but behind like why mm. but i mean the kids did like a really great job um acting yeah. um if uh if i am correct i believe um girl is the same actress who plays princess leia in obi-wan um is that really yeah no way and then she grows up what yeah oh my god i am pretty sure that's, that's correct um okay <laughs> she's gonna be a star when she gets even older um but yeah i mean I, it's really the thing that bothers me about the movie the most is just the concept like i think that if it wasn't for the good acting mm-hmm. i think it, this movie would have fell apart um, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't get the monsters at all. I, I don't get what, like, what is the point? Like, at least in a quiet place, it's like they're food, they're hunting. Right. They are also trying to survive as a species, but like in this, like the people don't get eaten. They just kill themselves. They don't even do anything. They just show up and confuse people and play mind tricks. So I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't get like the point of the monster like right what do they they never they never really explicitly say they try to imply like they might be like angels or demons coming to judge people and basically be the end of the earth but it's never really made clear so yes i think that you're right about that like in that comparison where what is it what is their end goal like i remember thinking that for these two movies too where when if they achieve their goal and everyone died I mean, then, then what? Uh, is, what then why? what? Yeah, exactly. Then what are you going to do? Like, what's the point of your existence? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, if it sounds a lot like I didn't like the movie, but I actually did like it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought they did a lot of good things. I think the writing and the acting really carried it for me. Um, I mean, like, the cast itself was so good. Even, like, yeah. Tom Tom Hollander, I did, although I did not really like the sequence, um, mm-hmm. I do, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Beckett from Pirates of the Caribbean, and he's, <laughs> I know he's going to be a bad guy. I know it. He's always <laughs> a bad guy. 
Um, so I smelled that from a mile away as soon as he came in. <laughs> Typecast. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think they did a really good job putting it together. The writing was great. Um, it, like the visuals were great. The way they shot it was great. There was just a little like there were just a lot of questions for like you know it making sense. And I think that's the thing that um, that kind of took me out of it a little bit. But again, mm-hmm. like the storytelling was so good. So yeah, exactly. So do you do you see why I'm curious that now after watching it 5 years later do you are you surprised or not really that this movie became such a a big like craze um over like the course of like maybe a week or two or something like that Not really but people yeah. like people like to you know escalate stuff so Yeah yeah exactly exactly all right, well, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay, so that's what we thought about Bird Box. If you guys want to hear what we have to say about this and more, we're going to be talking about Bird Box Barcelona next. You can check us out on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash sleep3films. We'd great to see you over there. But what did you guys think about Bird Box? Did you see it when it, come out, when it came out? Are you just watching it for the first time now so that you can watch Bird Box Barcelona? What have you thought about this and more? Comment below, let us know. And while you're down there, if you give a like, share, and subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been... Girl.